Pasuk says, Yaakov left Beersheba and he went to Haran. The next Pasuk says that he was in Haran Maria. He met the place. The place is the place where Abraham and Yitzchak had experienced the Akedah Haran Maria and he went to Daven there. So how do we understand that he went to Haran which is far away from Eretz Yisrael when in the next pasuk we see that really he was still in Eretz Yisrael. So the simple pshat is he left on the journey to Haran. And on the way he stopped in Haramuria. But we know there's a Gemara famous that says that Yaakov Avinu actually traveled to Haran. And when he gets to Haran he thinks which would translate as could it be that I passed the place where my ancestors had davened and I did not daven there and therefore he decides he's going back the whole journey from Haran to return to Haramaria to daven and Hashem does a nice and his return journey is shortened and that same day he comes back from Haran, which is in Chutzlaretz, and probably many days travel, and he arrives in Haramuria. It's a famous Gemara, it's a well-known Chazal. But I've always had a question. And that is, what was it that made him think that he had done something wrong by not having Haramuria when he got to Haran? In other words, the journey to Haran, we don't find Kutisaderach. So every day along the journey, it didn't occur to Yaakov that he should have davened in Haramuria. He didn't think about it. What was it that when he gets to Haran, now he thinks, one second, how could it be that I didn't daven in Haramuria? So I'd like to start with the story. The story which tells us an important point. We can use it to answer this question as well. One of the G'daylim of Yerushalayim of about 60 years ago was Rav Issa Zalman Meltzer. Rav Issa Zalman, the Rosh Yeshiva of Eitzchayim, he was really an older man and he had difficulty breathing. The doctor suggested that he drinks warm milk. It was help, meant to help him breathe more easily. And his Rebetzin, Rebetzin Veda Hinder, used to make sure to get a fresh pail of milk every morning so that she could look after Mrs. Alman. And Mrs. Alman also had various chumras. One of them was the chumra of the Vilnagon, not to drink liquids which had been left open. The halacha is that a liquid left open overnight is also to drink. And in places where there was the prevalence of snakes even during the day, but there was a khumra that, that not to drink a liquid which had been left open even during the day. Mr. Zalman had this khumra. So what happened was one day his wife, the Robertson, gets a pail of milk she puts it down in the kitchen. She was taking care of something else and then she realizes that she had left the pail uncovered. 
And if that's the case, then it would be against the husband's rule, like Chumras, for him to drink the milk. However, there's a time or a stage where she couldn't get an alternative, which meant foregoing the milk means that he wouldn't have had any milk to drink that day. So she was weighing up the options what to do. And then she decides that the Chumrah might be a Chumrah, but his health is more important. She's going to heat up the milk for him. At the time in Eretz Israel, the way they had to warm food was on a small machine called the Primus. It was basically a, a, a little tank, a little bowl of kerosene, which was lit with the, which was lit underneath, and on top of the tripod, the pot was placed with whatever food they were trying to heat up. So the rabbits and knights, the primus, she puts the pot with the milk in it to boil, to warm up. And while she's waiting for that to happen, there's a knock at the door. The rabbitson goes to the door, and she sees a poor person standing there asking for stalker. She doesn't have any money on her, so she goes around the house looking for some spare change that she can give to the poor person. In the meantime, the milk starts to boil, frothes up, and then spills over the sides of the pot and puts out the flame. So what's happening is that the gas from this burner is going into the air, you know the flame's been extinguished, and after a minute or two, the room becomes full with a very heavy, thick, so to speak, sense of amount of gas. Mrs. Armand, who's learning in the side room, feels this is hard for him to breathe. He runs out the apartment, coughing, spluttering, basically, because uh, of all the amounts of gas which has gone into the air. So he turns to Robertson and says, Robertson, what happened? And she tells him she had put the milk on this primus to boil. And she had gone to look for stocker for the onion. In the meantime, she had been paying attention to the milk and had spilled over and put out the flame. And he says to Robertson, he said, it's not mitzvahs which cause things to go wrong. Only various cause things to go wrong. Which means the mitzvah she was doing <coughs> of looking for stocker wouldn't have been a reason for some mishap to occur. It's only from a virus. And then she admit, had to admit to him that he was right. And in fact, there was another reason also which would explain why the milk had to, so to speak, put out the flame because it wasn't meant for Sazam to drink that milk. But this is the Yisad. Mitzvahs don't cause things to go wrong. Only Averis do. Which means if a person knows they're going to do a mitzvah, they can expect to see success. They can expect that Kodesh Baruch is going to help them. And if things don't work out the way they expected, then they have to think, what did we do wrong? Because the Hanukkah, the starting position is, when a person is doing a mitzvah, things should go right. Now let's look at an example of this in the Torah. The Torah tells us a story of the famine in the time of Yosef and the brothers going down to Mitzrayim to buy food. It wasn't an unusual thing. 
the Pasuk says, the whole world was coming to Mitzrayim to buy food. It was the way to get food. Not only that, Yaakov had commanded them to go. So they had assumed it would be a very standard procedure. Everybody comes down to Mitzrayim, they line up, they pay for the food, and they go back there as command. And what happens to the brothers when they arrive? They're taken to the ruler's palace, they're accused of being spies, they're harassed, they're put into jail. Eventually, Shimon's taken away from them. And uh, they would think, why in the world is this happening to us? The Chayra was looking to do as a standard procedure. We were coming like everybody else to buy food. We were doing a mitzvah, Yaakov had sent us to buy food. And therefore, the way the brothers understood, if things didn't work out, if there were all these strange occurrences which shouldn't have been part of the picture, why is Hashem doing this to us? In other words, understanding was if things don't go well, then the reason must be because we've done something wrong. And therefore the way to think to rectify it is to think what did we do wrong. Now the brothers in that situation didn't really understand what they did wrong. They thought that the mistake they had made was that they hadn't shown enough mercy to Yosef. Where in fact the mistake that they made was selling him in the first place. But nevertheless, the Ashkafa was right. When things go wrong, it's not from doing mitzvahs. It's from doing averis. We see the same idea in Yaakov in the next week's parasha. Yaakov comes back successfully, having navigated his way around Lavan, having withstood the confrontation with Esau, and he comes back to Eretz Canaan, successful, with his family, and everything's worked out perfectly. Yaakov settles in Shechem, he spends a year and a half there, and then, and then things start to go wrong. The whole incident with Dina. And Yaakov was probably thinking to himself also, why did this have to happen to him? Why did he do wrong to deserve such a misfortune? And the Apostle tells us that Hashem appeared to him and said, you made a promise when you left Eretz Israel. And when you return, you'll come back to Basel and you'll give a tenth of whatever you earn to Hashem. And therefore Hashem tells him, you haven't, you've been remiss in fulfilling your obligations. You've come back to Israel, you've already been here a year and a half, and you haven't made good on your nether. So Yaakov travels to Basel to do that, but he understands what he did wrong, why he deserved the tzara that he did. Now with that in mind, let's go back to our parasha. Yaakov travels to Haran. He's on his way to do a mitzvah. Both Yitzchak and Rivka told him to go to the family of Lavan in order to find himself a wife. So what was it that made him realize that he had done something wrong by not having Haram I didn't find any Chazals who discuss it, to ask the question even. But I'd like to suggest something based on a Chazal we do know about, which Rashi himself brings later in the Pasha. And that is 
Yaakov on his way to Haran he was chased by Esau's son Eliphaz. After Yaakov had escaped Esau had wanted to kill him and he sent his son Eliphaz with a band of highwaymen to chase Yaakov and to kill him. These people meet Yaakov at the border of Eretz Yisrael by the Yarden want to kill him. And it's only through lengthy negotiation that Yaakov manages to convince them to take all his possessions, render him penniless, and they will be tantamount to killing him. So Yaakov had been provided with whatever he needed for the journey. I'm sure Yitzhak had given him jewelry or precious stones to Makadish, whoever he was, the lady who was going to Makadish. But everything was taken from him. He was left just with his stick. It's an amazing thing. I actually saw that this brought down on this Pasuk exactly. This acronym. Again, the Pasuk says, Vayetzi Yaakov Mibar Sheva, Vayelecharona. So I saw it's brought down that the Rashi Tevis of the words of the Pasuk could be read like this. Vayetzi Yaakov. Yaakov went out. And the word Mibar is Miyad Ba Elifaz Rasha. Straight away the Russia Elifaz came. Sheva, Shehu ben Esav. He was the son of Esav. He had been instructed by Esav to attack and kill Yaakov. And what happened? Vayelech. Vayitin Yaakov loy kol. And the Nasud Kharana Chayloi. Which means Yaakov gave him all his possessions. Rak Nishara Makil. All he was left with was a stick. He tells the next week's parasha. Ki bemakli avartis the only possession he had when he crossed the Yarden was his stick. Perhaps this is the occasion which happened to Yaakov just as he crossed the Yarden to Haran and that made him start to think. Mitzvahs don't cause things to go wrong. His trip to Haran was to fulfill the mitzvah of his parents. If that's the case, I'm sure there was a cheshman on Nefesh. What did, what did he do wrong? That he deserved the encounter with Elisha, with Eliphaz. And if that's the case, then we understand that the answer he came to is he didn't daven. Recognition. If something's going wrong, I should be teaching him a message. But now look at an amazing thing. Yaakov is now ready in Haran. So the dangerous journey is behind him. To go back to Eretz Maria now would be going back into Eretz Israel, bringing himself back into danger. And yet Yaakov does that. Yaakov is willing to return to Eretz Israel because he realizes that if the reason why the whole incident with Eliphaz happened was to teach him he should have davened. So then he's there to attack him what he did wrong. And even though the Seicha would be don't go back into Eretz Yiknan, you're getting nearer again to Esau and his henchmen, but Yaakov is determined to attack him what he hadn't done the first time. And therefore, he makes up his mind he's returning to Eretz Yisrael. Obviously, as soon as the decision is made, 
So Kaddish Baruch was there to help him. The journey back to Hara Maria, Hashem, so to speak, does Kvitas Haderech and is there in a day. He brings him there for the dream that he had. But look at an amazing thing. What did HaKadosh Baruch Hu promise him in the dream? What did he ask for? Lechaira. What he should have asked for was to be successful in finding a wife, to be victorious against Lavan. But look what Yaakov does ask for. He says, If Hashem will be with me, and he'll guard me on the way that I'm going. Why was the way that he's going so important? Why did he say he look after me in the house of Lavan? I think this is exactly the point. Yaakov learned from what happened to him on the derech hashalech on the road that he was going. Where he was threatened and then he killed by Eliphaz, then he realized that he had to daven for this. And therefore he went back to Harbari to Daven, that Akadish Prophet should look after him on the journey. And Hashem promised him. I'm going to guard you everywhere you go. Which means by making the decision to go back. From Haran to Har Maria. Not to lose the opportunity to Davin. Not only was Yaakov Zechit to a nice, that there was no hardship in the trip. He was there and back in the day. That he arrived in Haran, from Haran back in Har Maria the same day. But the second point also. And that was Davin Har Maria. Yaakov got the Haftacha from Hashem. Yaakov was guaranteed that I'm going to look after you everywhere you go. That's exactly the important yesod. And that is, when HaKadosh Baruch is showing something to correct, if a person takes the hints, understands the message, and goes out to do it, so then Adarabba, he doesn't have to be scared, then comes back to Siyat HaDishmai, that it was always meant to be. What's the aside? The Gemara says that if a person is going on the journey, he might be going to say, Daven first. There could be a derech mitzvah even, so you call it first a derech. But there was an Indian that the person should first go to Daven, that the journey should be successful. Hashem should look after him on the way. Like the Apostle says, that's a normal position. And the Malachim were there. We see that it says Yaakov on the way that he saw the Malachim going up, the Malachim coming down, the Malachim of Eretz Yisrael who were leaving, the Malachim of Chutzlar is coming to guide him. On the way back, Vayikra Shem Makam Machanaim, he saw the Malachim of Chutzlar is leaving, the Malachim of Eretz Yisrael coming back. So yes, the Malachim were there to protect him. So how could a story like Elifaz happen? Tafka because there was a reason Yaakov could find some failing in himself. And that's why the Malachim weren't there. And when he came to the conclusion 
the failing was he didn't daven. So then when he went back to daven, that's exactly what he was shown. He was shown the protection. He was given the Aftah Hashem there to watch him on the way. And Yaakov learned the lesson. Many years later, when Yosef was in Mitzrayim, and Yaakov was about to journey down to Mitzrayim to join him, first Yaakov goes to Beersheba, brings carbonates, he davens to Hashem. This time he took counsel. He davened. He asked before he began on the voyage. And that's the completion of the lesson that Yaakov learned here. But it's a lesson for us also. When we're doing a mitzvah, the default position is that Kaddish Baruch is helping us. And He's there to guide us, that the Malachim are protecting us. And therefore, when something goes wrong, we have to remember the Yisad. Things don't go wrong because of mitzvahs. If something goes wrong, it's from an Avera. Because then if you can understand what the Avera is, like Yaakov says, maybe we could read the Gemara in this way. Efshar. Maybe I went past the place that my father parents daven and I didn't daven. Maybe that was the cause for why this happened to me. When we can identify the cause and we go back to rectify it, the Nakba Yaakov, that's when the Siyat Dishmaya comes back. And more than that, that's when the guarantee comes back, so to speak, to give the person what they were missing without that. The Shmir that Yaakov needed, the protection from Hashem on his journey to Lavan, on his journey with Lavan, on his journey home. That Aftachah that Yaakov got from the willingness to assess what did he do wrong, that he had to go through the ordeal with the Lefaz, and then even though he was already in Haran, when he decided what it was, he was willing to go the whole way back to Haram Maria, Be'ika, to rectify the mistake. And because of that, he was zeicher to the protection, to the haftacha, which he really deserved for going to do a mitzvah.